0: What's up guys? Rick here with the second episode of my new strategy Saturday video series. And for this one, it is strokes gained explained. This is one of the top questions that I get. What is strokes gained? How does it work? Why does everybody keep talking about it? Should I use it? Should I care? I'm going to attempt to answer all of those questions here in this video, walk you through the basics and then a little bit more complexities of what the strokes gain system is, and then also tell you its strengths, tell you its flaws, tell you its weaknesses, and uh, tell you why I think it is one of the best tools that we have to help with golf stats at the current moment. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, if you have any other topics, feel free to leave them in the comments below or tweet me at Rick Run Good, but let's dive headfirst into strokes gained. So first off, what is Strokes Gained? This is a series of statistics that were created by the PGA Tour and Mark Brody and launched in 2004. If you see the volunteers out there on the golf course and they are shooting those little lasers around, uh, that is called Shot Link. And that is the infrastructure in place to track every single shot that's hit by every player over the course of a tournament. So you'll see them essentially plot the entire course plot that hole, we'll know exactly how far he hit the ball, how far away from the hole he is, all that good information. And that shot link data is the basis of strokes gained. So we're going to talk about shot by shot uh, data in a few minutes, but I think we have to start very broad here and go over just kind of round by round uh, and then maybe hole by hole because I think that'll really help hammer home what strokes gained actually is. Strokes gained by round is incredibly simple. And I'm showing a, uh, a spreadsheet right now which has dummy data for 10 golfers and what they shot over the course of a single round. And they spread from a 62 to an 81, which means that the average score for these 10 golfers is a 70. You don't need lasers to tell you this. Uh, You could do this with your friends. If you're at a golf outing and your average score is 85, you can assign strokes gained for that round for you and your friends. Uh, So if the average is 70 and a golfer shoots a 68, that is two shots better than 70, they gained two strokes on the field. That's it. It is that simple. So someone who shoots an 81, that is 11 shots worse than 70. The average, that's losing 11 shots to the field. And the reason that this is important, the reason that this matters is because not all scores are created equal. You know, shooting a 68 on a very easy Par 70 is completely different than shooting a 68 on a very difficult par 72. Or what if the wind starts kicking up? Or what if uh, you're just playing an absolutely chilling golf course that, that is just tearing these guys apart? Um, you can't just say, oh, well, he shot a 68, and a couple of weeks ago, some other guy shot a 65. That guy who shot a 65 is better. Eh, Not exactly. So this really levels the playing field for the conditions that we saw over the course of that round for the course, considering we change courses every single week, right? Um, This really levels the playing field to tell you how much better or worse a golfer did compared to their peers in that moment on that day. So now that we've talked about strokes gained over the course of a single round, which is very easy to calculate, but you can do strokes gained for an entire hole. For example, so on the right hand side here, I'm showing you another set of 10 uh, fake golfers that all played the same par four. And I've got scores here from three to six and and it averages out to a four point two. So this hole is playing over par. If it is a four point two, that's the scoring average. That would be a pretty difficult hole. Well, it's very simple. If golfer uh, number one makes a four on a hole that is averaging four point two, how many strokes did they gain on the field? That's right, 0.2. Uh, if a golfer makes a five, makes a bogey, they are losing eight tenths of a stroke to the rest of the field because the scoring average is 4.2. So this is why you'll see, you know, not all golf holes are created equal. The number one hole at Riviera played a- almost, almost three quarters of a stroke under uh, under par. So it was a par five that was playing close to 4.25, I believe, on some days. So if you are making par on that hole, you were losing ground. You were losing strokes to the field, even though you were making a par. And then there were holes uh, later at Riviera. If you were making a par, you were gaining strokes on the field because it was a very difficult hole. So that is why you can't just look at, is it a birdie? Is it a par? Is it a bogey? There are uh, ways to compare the performance by hole to your peers and strokes gained is Probably the best way to do that. Are they losing strokes on this hole? Are they gaining strokes on this hole? Um, and then when you add it all up at the end of the rounds, that that gives you your round-by-round your round strokes gained. But uh, it goes deeper than that. And this is a really good way to see if golfers are taking advantage of easy holes or medium holes or hard holes as well. Now that we've talked through strokes gained by round and strokes gained by hole, we can get into strokes gained by category by skill set and this is really where I tend to lose a lot of people and this is the harder stuff to wrap your head around so there are four major strokes gained categories there is strokes gained off the tee what you do on your first shot strokes gained approach what you do on your approach shot strokes gained around the green how, what you do if you have to chip if you have to pitch and then what uh, and then strokes gained putting which is what you do On the greens. That's what you do with the putter. And those are the four facets of the game. And this is where people start to get really confused and try to figure this out. So I think the best way to start is to start with strokes gained putting. I think that's the easiest to kind of comprehend. And then we'll work our way back through the other skill sets. So let's flip over to strokes gained putting. So there are plenty of handy You know, strokes gain putting charts on the internet. You can just go out and and, and Google this and find a strokes gain putting chart. And and basically what happens is using all of that data from the shot link system from all of those positions, we can learn the how many putts we expect you to take from every single spot on the green. And and the one that we always talk about is the eight-foot putt, because that's the one that is truly a 50-50 shot over the course of however many millions of putts we have in the shot link database. If you are, if a professional player is eight feet away, they make that putt 50% of the time. So that means that they are expected, their expected putts from eight feet away is 1.5. This is where I start to lose people. It's like, well, how, if it's 50-50, how is it 1.5? Well, half the time, you're going to uh, make that putt, so that's going to be one stroke, and half the time, you are going to miss that putt and probably tap in for a two, so that is two strokes. So average those out, and it's one and a half strokes to get in on average from eight feet. So it makes sense that if you are standing over an eight-foot putt and you are expected to, on average, get home, get in the hole from there, in one and a half strokes, if you make that putt, if you make an eight foot putt, you have gained a half a stroke on the field. If you miss that putt, you have lost a half a stroke on the field. Because if you miss it, it took you two putts, you were expected to do it in one and a half. If you make it, it took you one putt, you were still expected to do it in one and a half, so you gained a half a stroke. That that is the most basic putting example that I can give. So if you gotta let that sink in, if you gotta rewind understood, but that is the the most basic of um, putting examples that I can give. And then this chart kind of shows a lot of different things, right? From one foot, from one foot away, you are, of course, expected to make that 100% of the time. Now, nothing is 100%, so you are actually expected to take 1.001 putts from there. So obviously, if you miss a one-foot putt and it takes you two putts from there, you've lost one full stroke putting because it was supposed to take you one and it took you two. Three feet's another good example, right? You're supposed to make this 96% of the time, uh, expected putts about 1.04. So again, if you miss a three footer, you're going to lose nearly an entire stroke. Then you go the opposite way. You know, you go to the 40 foot putt. This is a pretty good example. You know, no one's expecting you to make a 40 foot putt. Uh, in fact, uh, you're only going to make it 4% of the time but you're expected to get home in 2.05 putts. So if you do make a 40-foot putt, if you make a 40-footer, we expected it to take you two putts. It took you one. You just gained a stroke on the field. If it takes you two putts, basically a wash. You've you've basically lost nothing. You've gained nothing. That was kind of what was expected of you. And if you uh, take three putts, for example, you would lose an entire stroke to the field because it took you three putts to get home in when it should have taken you two so there are countless examples of this right you can go by foot by inch uh, but essentially that's what's happening every single putt is being compared to these baselines and it is telling a golfer on on each and every putt uh, did they make it did they miss it how many strokes did it take them to get home from um, you know there is there's technically strokes gain data for if you run it you know 12 feet or 12 inches by and then you make that putt so um, it, it's it's a really interesting concept but essentially just says how are you doing against the rest of of your peers and then we'll start working our way back from putting we'll move off the green and go to around the green next up is strokes gained around the green and this one i think this one's pretty difficult for people to understand and uh, it is essentially defined by any shot within 40 yards of the green so once you get inside 40 yards uh, that is when it becomes strokes gained around the green. And this chart that I'm going to show you so, this is from Lou Stagner and Scott Fawcett. They are uh, phenomenal. If you do not follow them on Twitter, they are a great follow, especially for trying to figure out uh, the strokes gained information. They have great charts like this that they've put together. It's, it's absolutely awesome. So, um, this is this. I, I understand that this chart looks very overwhelming, uh, but it's really when you think about it, you take a time it's it's not so bad. So if you are in the rough because there are distinctions of the the playing surface that you're on whether it is uh, from the rough from the fairway from a bunker you have a different expectation of how many strokes it is going to get to you uh, it is going to take you to finish the hole. So uh what what I like about strokes gained around the green is there's not really an expectation of you necessarily making it, chipping in, holing out from inside of 40 feet. Uh, But depending on how close to the hole you hit it, that is how you can lose and strokes gain. So let me give you uh, one of the uh, examples that I think is the best here. So from the rough, from 26 yards away, if you are 26 yards away in the rough, you are expected to basically hit it to 10 feet. You see, here's the, here's the box for 10 feet, which you would have gained 0.004 strokes. Very, very little. But you're not losing anything. Uh, that is about average, right? Now, if you are from 26 feet and you hit it to one foot, uh, you've gained 0.62 strokes on the field. You did way better than expected. Uh, so you gain in that category. And of course, the opposite is, is also true. If you're at 26 feet, and you hit it to 20 feet, you're losing nearly a quarter of a stroke because that's way worse than the average is. So uh, depending on how far you are, the position that you're in, and how how well you hit that shot, how close you hit it to the hole, that is determining your strokes gained or lost around the green. And of course, if you hole out, that is usually a big-time boost. So when you see guys who are gaining three or four shots in a round, Uh, around the green, maybe they chipped in once or twice. Maybe they hold out from a bunker because uh, a bunker's a little bit different. So So the same thing. Remember I said from 26 yards out of the rough, you were expected to hit it to 10 feet. That's like your most average result. Well, from 26 feet from the bunker, your most average result is probably well, it's kind of in between 8 and 10 feet. So you're actually expected to do a little bit better, which is almost a little counterintuitive. But you have to remember, you know, playing from the bunker can be easier at times. Playing from the rough can be. You can get a really bad lie. You can get a really thick lie. You can be kind of uphill, downhill, uh, and same from a bunker. But but if you get enough spin and, and things like that, um, bunker play can be easier. So it's interesting to see how these two things compare to one another. Strokes and approach. So this is when you are hitting your second shot into the green, anything that is not your tee shot that is outside of 40 yards from the green. And here's another really handy chart. And to kind of cement this again, I'm looking at this 160 yards number. So if you're 160 yards away from the fairway, you are basically expected to make a three. You're expected to make 2.98 2.98 from that spot. So essentially, three strokes from there. So think about it, 160 yards. You hit your shot. You hit it probably onto the green, and you two putt. That's three strokes from 160 yards in the middle of the fairway. That's the average. That's the the tour average. So um, that's kind of the baseline. And then obviously, anything further than that. If you are, you know, 260 yards away in the fairway, your your average is 3.58. So if you make a three, if you hit, if you take three shots from there. You gain on the field if you take four shots from there. You're losing on the field, uh, and then obviously there are other distinctions between the rough and the sand and and all that good stuff. But I do have another um, really good chart here. I'm so thankful for these guys, you know, uh, Lou and Scott, who I will uh, I'll link I'll link their Twitters in the description below because they just have they've done all the hard work not only with the data but but presenting it in a way that hopefully makes a lot of sense. So. Um you know here is uh, again I want to go back to that 160 yard shot from the fairway and essentially what you're seeing is the average is that golfer is going to hit it somewhere between 20 and 30 feet probably closer to 30 than they are from 20 which is I think this is what always shocks people you know what you see on TV where guys are like you uh, you like oh he has you know it's 160 yards away how close is he going to hit this and an announcer will always be like oh he's going to hit it to 10 feet well like that That doesn't happen often, and you're only really seeing the guys on TV who are playing really, really well. The average from 160 is probably closer to 30 feet, uh, which is not all that inspiring, but that's the average. So don't be confused by that. So 160 yards, if you hit it to 30 feet, you lose a tiny little bit to the field. If you hit that to 20 feet, uh, you gain. You gain uh, nearly a hundredth of a a stroke. Um, So... We're somewhere in between that 20 and 30 foot range for what the average shot from there is. And then of course there are different distinctions, whether your ball finishes in the rough, whether it finishes in the bunker, whether you started in the rough, it finishes in the rough, it finishes in the bunker. There are all these different distinctions for this chart, um, which, which this is, these are all the baselines and everything is being calculated against that. So essentially what you're just saying again, and this is just go back to the absolute basis of strokes gained are you doing better or are you doing worse than your peers? And we can do it on a per shot basis. And of course, that means we can do it off the tee as well. And I finished with strokes gained off the tee because it, it, it kind of, you work back from that number, right? Or at least that's the way my brain works is you, it's it's easy to understand the strokes gained putting number. Okay, I got that. And then I'm gonna do the the around the green. Okay, and then I'm gonna do approach. So so obviously the, the last part of this is off the tee. And again, Scott and Lou, great chart here. To kind of describe, and it also matters, you know, how far the hole is, right? Because your tee shot, how far you hit your tee shot is going to determine how much you have left, how many yards you have left to the hole, which is going to determine what your expected score is from that spot. So essentially, you know, putting yourself in a really long position off the tee in the fairway is what gains you strokes gained off the tee. Now you can also miss the fairway. You can hit it into the rough, but if you hit it far enough, that might still gain you strokes, but there is a designation between rough and fairway as well. And here's just another great chart. You know, if it's a 300 yard hole, which is a very very short hole, the uh, to to be a zero to be a zero tee, off the t uh, player, an average shot, you just need to hit it to 235 yards in the fairway, but you need to hit it to 267 yards in the rough. And as the long as the hole gets longer, uh, you need to kind of hit your tee shot longer, of course, uh, to, to be a zero driver of the golf ball. So um, that's why you'll see guys like Bryson DeChambeau, you know, something might gain a shot per round off the tee, which is a lot. Sometimes, I mean, there was a time where he was getting two shots per round off the tee for a small a small portion of his run last year because uh, he's hitting it that much more superior off the tee than everyone else. He's putting himself in a much better position to make better scores with that tee shot. And it's kind of why you see, look at the top players in the world and how they relate into strokes gained off the tee numbers. It's it's Dustin Johnson, it's Rory McIlroy, it's Bryson DeChambeau, it's Justin Thomas. I mean, some of the best players in the world, they start by hitting really good tee shots and then they can obviously do the rest of it. But um, it, it's really fascinating when you... Put all of these numbers together and think about all the millions of shots that have been taken and how we can kind of say no, that's better than average or no, that's that's worse than average. So to me, the strokes gained system is uh, the best system that we have in place. Not only round by round scoring, hole by hole scoring to compare against the other against others, but when we do have the shot link data, you know, it, it's one thing to say, oh, he hit the green in regulation. Well, did he have fifty feet away for his for his putt or did he have two feet away for his putt? Both of those. Count the same in hitting your green in regulation. Uh, oh, he hit a fairway. He 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 hit a fairway. Did he hit it two hundred and thirty yards or three hundred and thirty yards? those are two completely different things. But you know, if you hit a fairway, uh, they all count the same. So there are flaws in other stats, and there are certainly flaws in, sh- in the strokes gained uh, uh, system. Don't get me wrong. You know, the, the fact that not every single tournament has strokes gained data. Not every tournament has the shot link laser set up. About what twenty or twenty five percent of them don't basically anything that's not in America. Uh, we don't have access to the Masters data. We don't have access to the Open Championship data. So it's it's not a perfect system. Uh, also, it it doesn't know the difference between some shots. So I'll go back to that very first eight-foot putt that I talked about at, at, at the beginning. It doesn't know if that is a dead straight eight-foot putt up the hill, and it's very, very easy, or if it is a devilish downhill left to right with the wind going left to right in freezing conditions. It doesn't know the difference between those two. It's just an eight foot putt, but over the course of, and that's what, that's what strokes gain naysayers will tell you. Um, however, obviously over the course of many rounds, many shots that you hit, it's all gonna even out and it is still one of our best metrics that we have so uh, I hope this was a little bit of an insight it went a little bit longer than I that I anticipated but I get excited about this stuff and um, I can obviously answer as many questions as possible and I'll also link to to Lou and Scott who are absolutely phenomenal at this phenomenal at this stuff and they have a ton of great resources but uh, you should be buying into strokes eight I think you really should I think it's the best metric and the best statistical system that we have on in in golf right now so I hope you enjoy. Tweet me, at Rick Rungood, leave a comment below, and I'll talk to you guys soon.